coming, Corey. For a minute there, I thought you guys weren't coming. I was dying. It never crossed our mind. Yeah, speak for yourself. <laughs> the guy's a riot. You know, I got an idea. Oh, I love you. What do you say? We run this racket all over the country. Brilliant. Stupid. But we make a fortune. We'll get caught. Well, yeah, of course we will. I mean, dig us up and start all over. You're not actually listening to this maniac, are you? Well, why not? I mean, it beats fortune telling for rubes. Well, if that's what you want, go ahead. But just don't expect me to come along on your suicide junket. So, you, you're telling me you don't want to go with me? If that's what you want. Well, if you want me to stay, just tell me. It's up to you. Fine. Fine. It looks like it's just the two of us. Yeah. Fine. Just you and me, doll face. So long, right. Mackie boy! Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have a lot of fun! It's gonna yeah. be fun! Lots of fun! Two's company and four's not sanitary. Welcome to Highlander Rewatch, the podcast where each and every week we talk about another facet of the Highlander universe. I'm one of your rewatchers. I'm Keith. I'm Kyle, and this I can't wait to talk about that scene. Oh, this is Eamon, baby. Sorry, I played <laughs> with the... This is Eamon, baby. <laughs> Sorry, I played with the format a little there. I apologize. No. That's usually what I do, and I switch it up, and I trip myself up every time. <laughs> this time, I just tripped Eamon. No apologies necessary. Guys, this week we're talking about Season 5, Episode... Six? That's right. Episode yes. six. <laughs> that, uh, I was second guessing what I did, what I wrote in my notes. Money, no object. But of course, before we jump into Money, this no. episode. Wait, wait what? What, what? What's that voice? Money, no. Okay. <laughs> Money, no. Okay. He's still here. Uh, so anyway, we're going to be <laughs> talking about Pokemon the Highlander character. Car- I even said Highlander character. Highlander, Highlander ca- character. Wait, wait, wait. Highlander no. catalog. <laughs> this we're going to be reading out of <laughs> what? This is all fucked. Anyway, we're going to read out of the Highlander catalog, as usual, because we do it every week this way. I will read a description of one of the products. Kyle and Eamon will try to guess the price and get as close as they can. Whoever gets the price right wins my respect, and they get to give their goddamn opinion at the end of the episode. Do I ever get to go first? Nope. (laughs) Actually, if you guys both... We should make a new rule. If you guys get, like, within some window, like, if you both fucking blow it, I go first. How's that sound? All right. Sure. But since, I haven't, but since I haven't set that number, I'm not going first this time. We'll figure that out next time. Next Great. time. Next time on Highlander Rewatched. Keith probably doesn't go first. Nari could just go first. Nah. You could. Nah. You could got to make a it. game of it. It's got to be competitive, guys. We got to make a game of it. That was Keith if he was a chicken with a mouthful of marbles. Make a game of it. Money no. That sounds like a Bond villain. Money, no. no. A, a, a Bond Money, villain. No. Money, no. <laughs> Money, no. Jesus Christ. All right. Listen up, turkeys. This is going to be a very simple one this week. All right. Ooh. Today, I'm going to be reading products 385 and 384. The Clan Sports Cap. Not a good title no. for a product. <laughs> nope. At least in America. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> they burst through the wall. <laughs> I've 
always suspected the Koid Man was a white supremacist, but I've never had proof until this moment. Oh, right. shut up. <laughs> a bit of daring, dashing even. Our black clan. Clan is... It, does clan mean something? I don't know. Clan is spelled C. Well, it's spelled just like you spell it's clan. It's like the word clan. It's spelled like the word clan, but it is all in caps. Like, cap locks is on every time they use the word clan. They do it anytime they use something that's Highlander adjacent yeah. <laughs> in that. They're... All right, whatever. A bit of daring, dashing even. Our black clan sport cap complements most any outfit. Or order the McLeod plaid clan sport cap for those who prefer their headgear a bit more colorful. Snap brim, adjustable, one size. Comes in black or plaid. What do we got, guys? Oh, can we see the picture? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Right. Here we go. It seems to be the picture is two little caps in front of a fireplace. There's like a fire behind these Oh, caps. and these are like cabbie hats. Yes. Yes, that's exactly what they are. Exactly. Mm. Clan hats, if you will. Clan hats. <laughs> yeah. Clan hats. Clan hats. Clan. This <laughs> is a cap. This is a golf so cap. So these are like white uh, like cones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the giant white cones. <laughs> One of them's plaid. <laughs> That's right. Uh, whose turn is it? Is I think it, it's it doesn't my, matter. It's matter. Why does it matter? Go. Have, no, I competitive some... advantage. Yeah. Huh? Huh? Going first has a competitive advantage. Right, no, go going first. second has a competitive advantage. Uh, I'll go first. I don't know. Yeah, Keith, go first. you want to go first? I got it right. You uh, looked at the price. <laughs> yeah, of course. All right, Kyle, go. Uh, I am going to You guess. guessed last time. Kyle, I mean, go. No, uh, Kyle did. Kyle, Kyle go. <laughs> I'm going to guess they are for $34.99. $34.99. I'm going to guess $29.98. <laughs> uh, Eamon wins. Hello. Actual retail price, $24.95. Wowzers. That's nice. not awful. No. I haven't done the conversion, no. but I still feel like that's a $50 hat, right? That's expensive. In today's money. But it's a clan sport cap. Yeah. Yeah. Not just a hat. Yeah. Not just Don't a disrespect hat. it. This is no mere hat. And it does have you a f- bit of daring in it. it oh, it does oh, just have a bit. Dashing, of even. Just a bit of dash. Just a dash of daring. How daring is this hat? This is like the it's safest hat daring. ever. This is what like old white people wear on a golf you course. You see a guy pull How up. How daring. You see it. daring for Eamon to wear it, <laughs> yeah. though. I guess As so. a young man. I have, a, I have an enormous Soon to be head. old man. Yeah. <laughs> My head's too big. If you see a cabbie pull up in that thing, you're like, eh, how about this? I'm going to put this? an extra couple bucks in the tip for you, sir. That's right. And so, yeah, they're black and plaid. And they do have the like Highlander crest on it, which is like a picture of the Highlander castle, like the McLeod castle. It's like on a shield, and there's a katana and the claymore. Cool. Yeah, cool. Great. Very cool. exciting, guys. <laughs> clan hat. Clan hat. <laughs> Money, no clan hat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about this episode, Money, No Object, Season 5, Episode 6. This was first aired November 4th, 1996. It was directed by Rafal Zielinski. This is his first of two Highlander episodes. Guys, he fucking directed the movie Screwballs. <laughs> the motion picture Screwballs. Screwballs. And, and its sequel, Screwballs 2. What an imaginative title. It's not called Two Screwballs. Two Screwballs. I forget what the the tagline of Screwballs 2 is something funny. Screw my balls? Yeah, it's it's terrible. I'm like, I was about to say, those movies are terrible. Of course they're terrible. All those movies are, there's like teen sex comedies, like Porky's. And they're all like very bad as far as like. I'll be damned if you talk shit about Porky's. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Screw balls all you want, but don't you dare mention Porky's. Meatballs. <laughs> so anyway, if no one is familiar Cloudy with the chance of them, yeah. <laughs> uh, if no one is familiar with Screwballs, I got the premise off of Wikipedia because Ooh. they had a very fun premise. I thought so. I'm going to read that first. So the premise of 1983's Screwballs, which is just the Porky's ripoff, is 
Sometime during 1965, five male friends at Taft and Adams High School try to see the bare breasts of Purity Bush, the most <sighs> beautiful girl in school. After being set up, reprimanded, and sent to detention by the principal because of Purity, they plot to get even. So this is a movie about guys who want to, without, you know... Uh, consent? <laughs> consent, view a woman's breasts... They get a caught. A teenager. Yes, an underage woman get caught, get sent to the principals, and as a result, they want to get revenge. <laughs> <laughs> they're so fucking privileged that they think they deserve revenge for this. Uh oh, you used the p word, Keith. I did or use the p word. Angry emails. <laughs> Triggered. I just, yeah. I just checked my privilege. It looks fine to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna use my privilege to call you guys a bunch of cucks. That's right. <laughs> Yikes. Anyway, so that's Porky. Screwballs. Or excuse no, me, screwballs. Screw I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, and also. Surprisingly, this guy also directed a can- the Canadian sex comedy version of Police Academy. Ooh. So not only did Canada rip off Porky's, they ripped off Police Academy in a movie called Recruits. Oh, boy. Are wow. they Mounties? Yeah. Are they cops? Mounties? I think they're, <laughs> they're just, just regular, regular cops. cops. I think they're regular cops. It's a prequel to Dudley Do-Right. <laughs> Who does all the sound effects? <laughs> <laughs> what does a moose sound like? <laughs> I there assume a they moose moved. sound in it, like for moose. Moose. So there we go. Uh, this <laughs> episode good. was written by James Thorpe. Hey, that's a town in Pennsylvania. Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania. Jimmy, named after famed Olympic athlete. How about that? Jim Thorpe, or excuse me, James Thorpe. This guy is also the producer of a lot of shows, uh, including stuff like The 100, Sanctuary, Flash Gordon, Adventure Inc., which is something we've talked about on this show before. Highlander was his very first writing credit. Um, This is his first of eight episodes, and he also did six of The Raven. That's a lot. That is a lot. That's like writing most of the show. (laughs) Yeah, that is really a lot. Eight episodes is more than uh, some of our fave writers, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, so this episode's got some guest stars, because of course it does. This episode guest stars Elizabeth Grayson as Amanda. She's back again. It also stars Tim Hendry as Detective Dennis Tynan. Hey, how about that last name? Hey. This is his second of two Highlander episodes. His first was Double Eagle. And this guy is in the movie Improper Channels, I noticed, on IMDb. Uh, and if that sounds familiar, it also stars Alan Arkin and was written by another, none other than Moira Ravinsky. That's Moira oh, Ravinsky's big movie. That's cool. Yeah, isn't that go. cool? Uh, he was also in Aliens vs. Predator Requiem. How about that? How about that? How about that? <laughs> Aliens vs. Predator Requiem for a Dream. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. The aliens and the Predators are all drug addicts. Drug addicts. Yeah. It's really upsetting <laughs> yeah. all the time. <laughs> I've seen that movie all of once. And I am not... Versus Predator Requiem. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I just can't bring myself to so disturbing. <laughs> that's like Darren Aronofsky in a nutshell. I, I never mean, no matter who it. wins, we lose. <laughs> <laughs> Alien versus Predator versus heroin. <laughs> shoot it up, baby. That's right. I it's brought a, that it's up a real for, shoot em up yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> I brought that up for a reason, though. Continue. Oh, oh right. A little, a little surprise. Uh, this episode also guest stars Tom McBeath as Sam Grinkov. This is his second episode of Highlander as well. He played Coleman in The Fighter, uh, which is also another uh, Maury Ravinsky episode. He was in Stargate SG-1 as Colonel Harry Mayborn. That He's a big guy. character. Yeah. 
I usually sported a beard in that show. And of course, now people might recognize him as the sheriff in Riverdale. That's his most recent and most prominent role. And to he date. was also in the movie Aliens versus Predator. Really? Requiem. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? He was. I feel like Isn't I that noticed that and was like, huh. And I, but I also How odd. care so little about the Alien v. Predator Mythos. universe that I was like, whatever. The Alien v. Prediverse. <laughs> Does that exist in the same Prediverse as the new Predator? <laughs> Where there was an actual Predator in it? A child Predator? Yeah. Did you hear that story? What? What? The director hired a friend of his who was a child <gasps> Predator yes, I did. to be That's right. in the movie The Predator. And I forget, some of the was one of the actresses, she was like, you have yeah. to cut him Olivia from... Olivia Munn. All, was it was like, Olivia Munn, that's right. Yeah, she found out and she was like, oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> Sounds like she was being... Oh. Difficult. Yeah. <laughs> Quote unquote. That's a callback to our last episode. I do not actually mean she's being difficult. Yeah, sure, Keith. Wink, <laughs> wink. Whoa, okay. okay. This episode oh. also guest stars Mr. Nicholas Ray as Corey Rains. It's like uh, he's related to Sasha Rains. Rains yeah. Probably. Oh, shit. I didn't think about that. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, this is his second Highlander episode as well. He was also in The Fighter. Uh, two people from The Fighter. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember. He was like the bar bum. He was, uh, what was her name? The woman that Sully was in love with. It was her oh, brother. Yeah. It was like a real deadbeat. Oh, shit. Right. Yeah. Who also, like, didn't it didn't play too much into the story at all, I don't think. His deadbeatness. Uh, he's also, did you write this, X-Files? Of course I wrote that. Yeah, okay. I didn't have to write that. He's Crycheck in the X-Files. Crycheck. But he's been in a shit ton of stuff. Crycheck. Better Crycheck yourself before you cry wreck yourself. yourself. <laughs> uh. We're stupid. So let's read the IMDb episode description. But shotgun bullets are bad for your health. When Amanda disappears into a van after a robbery, Richie thinks she has been kidnapped and goes after her. He finds her with Corey Rains, an old acquaintance of Duncan's and Amanda's. I'd say he's more than an acquaintance, but uh, who has always brought them trouble? Unfortunately for everyone involved, the money that Corey stole belongs to a mobster, and he wants his money back. In flashback to 1926, Amanda leaves duncan and their circus act to join Corey on a bank robbing spree this was an okay description i think oh yeah it's okay other than the acquaintance part i think they it was more than the acquaintance unfortunately for everyone involved Mm-mm. Mm. and the audience perhaps oh no <laughs> perhaps oh boy perhaps perhaps all right let's talk about it how's this open with a giant ass dutch angle we get so dutch up and down in this episode dutch masters here (laughs) the dutch masters (laughs) that's a brand of cigarello some great parking music here is this the same music why do i remember this when richie had to park his car in season one remember there was like an entire scene with like richie being like and there was this goofy trumpet music playing uh it kind of sounds like it but then there's like some weird rap music at one point during this. Also. I like the way yeah. you move. I like the way you groove. And I was like, oh, is this that song? It's like a ripoff of that. I like the way you move. But those are the lyrics. A lot of songs this season, right? Yeah, like a lot. And they're <laughs> terrible. Yeah, they're very bad. Why aren't any of these included on the Highlander soundtrack? That's I, can, I can't yeah. imagine why. Richie right. and Amanda are going to some like third rate bank. What? But it's like a cash, like a cash checking Check place. Cashing like, place. What is yeah. this? I have no idea. Well, I think it's a shady place that can send a wire. Yeah, probably. I think is the idea. Without filing a suspicious activity report Mm. to Uh, the United States government. Yeah. You don't want to get Paul Manaforted. So Richie (laughs) and Amanda are hanging out. This is fun to see Richie back. Also strange that they're hanging out, but I don't care. It's great. So they pull up to this place. Richie does not seem thrilled to be in this neighborhood. Like, they make it seem 
really shitty. Is it the zone? <laughs> oh, is it the zone? It is. So Amanda goes in. Richie, uh, he's so disgusted by this entire place. He's like, I'm not even going into that building. I'll stay out here. So Amanda goes in. I think he wants to make sure his bike doesn't get ah, stolen. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. I think that is it. Nice. That's Noice. character motivation right there. Noice. Light it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Amanda goes in, and what does she see? But this dude, Corey, I'm going to say Corey Haynes, uh, Corey Reigns robbing this bank with a Tommy gun. And like a, a bandit mask. A bandit yeah, he's mask. got a straight-up bandit mask. Yeah. yeah. But they get the, oh, he's immortal. She yeah. gets the buzz. And they're like, it's you. Uh, and they're very happy to see each other. And her reaction is like almost manic. The way she laughs at him. She like, yeah, she laughs. It's like she got like hit when she with sees She's like, ah. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, so anyway, they are like kind of chatting each other up like, oh, it's you here. And in this moment, the bank teller like rings the alarm, which is not a silent alarm, which seems extremely dangerous to not have a silent alarm. Yes. But whatever. So they bounce and they find, when they go outside, Richie is like eating a He's buying a hot dog. Is it a hot dog? I was That's like, is it a trademark. kebab? I thought it was a kebab. I think it's a hot dog. All right. Well, it, I think we should fight about this. Yeah. It seemed to be hanging out of the end of the, the hot bun. dog versus kebab. Whoever wins, we all Richie lose. wins. Yeah, Richie, Richie wins. He or, does. Richie loses. I don't think he gets to finish it once again. Yeah, <laughs> once, once again. again. What? Are, like he hasn't finished a meal ever on this <laughs> show. <laughs> so Corey and Amanda come running out of the bank, holding the suitcase together. Yes. Seemingly, it's weird. So she's like an accomplice, and he like is like, get in my van, <laughs> like shitty van. And they go driving off. And, of course, Richie is like, what the what? He thinks she is being like kidnapped and held hostage. He has no idea what's yeah. going on. Also, I guess Richie doesn't get the buzz. How does that work? Who knows? Like, does yeah. he notice that this well, they didn't get the buzz when they rolled up on this place? Yeah. Right. Also, how big is this thing? It's a check cashing joint. Yeah. Well, they, she took five like steps. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, they take off and they're like kind of laughing about this whole thing. They're like, oh, what a rush. Um, it's been too long since I've been in a getaway car. And then Corey's like, oh, like, did you miss me? Yes. Did you miss anything? else well and she gives him like a look like hell yeah i did your wiener <laughs> wiener your kebab <laughs> uh but then they get the buzz and who's in the rearview mirror richie richie ryan richie is chasing after them because he thinks she was kidnapped that's right not a bad thing to think nope no. and this guy's an asshole and he just fucks with everybody so he like is like trying to run him over with the van He's and like, eventually runs him off the road into a river. Yes. Like does his bike go in the river too? Yes. Because he so. just like it ruins it. Destroys this bike. <laughs> this guy's a fucking dickhead. Right. Yeah, he's a huge asshole. And Amanda seems not that upset by this. Yeah, like right like, away. I don't know upset, why she's but... like not telling him more information. Like, that's like legitimately my friend. Like, please stop it. Like, she yeah. doesn't give extra info. She's well, she just says, like, that's what are what... you doing? What what? Like I thought she says that's my friend. Does she, she oh yeah, I thought she that does was say that, okay. but she's not protesting enough. No. Like, she's not being like, hey, please don't kill my friend yeah. right, and cause him thousands of dollars in damage. But he's just like, it doesn't matter. He's immortal. Yeah. Takes a look here and keeps on ticking. And he also says, don't get your knickers in, in a, a knot. knot. I was like, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> anyway, so we cut now to like Corey's trash palace <laughs> he like lives in a dump he's a trash lord but he says he's got to be more careful now with all the forensics and shit so he's there and he wants to switch cars and mm. so they switch to this a real inconspicuous number yeah right something no one would ever remember it is a 1924 packer it's a cool car also anyone cool notice this dude also has a boat why not yeah why not right <laughs> i'm on a boat i'm on a boat 
if this is like their getaway car, it's like not fast. No. I guess that's not the goal, but it's super conspicuous. Yeah, everyone's gonna remember. He should just it. try like a yeah. drive like a Hyundai Sonata. Like, right? This yeah. guy needs a, a, a four door sedan. Get a Camry. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm gonna get this incredibly rare car that's like everyone will look at. That everyone's gonna take it. pictures of it when and I it's go like by. Yeah. polished and done up really well. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> it's harder and harder for a dishonest man to make an honest living or whatever that was is. Yeah. So, so we cut to a little later. Uh, Richie is getting out of the the water. He's all like muddy and fucked up and so he gets to the road again and now they're driving towards him in the packer and i was like oh this is funny this is so long like it is so slow this car getting it's closer like, to Richie. it's like the scene in austin powers <laughs> where like they're doing the steamroller towards the guy yeah and he's like no but it's really far away <laughs> so yeah, eventually exactly this that. car yeah. rolls up on richie and runs him off the road a second time i love this richie dives into the water <laughs> is flailing around and just yells damn it I loved the damn it. That's just it's me. a good damn it. It's a good damn it. And a double dumbass on you. A double right. damn it on you. Uh, but Corey's upset. He's like, oh, man, he might have smudged my hood ornament or whatever. This um, is the worst. Yes. So now we get to a part of the episode that I was like, was I not tracking this right? Or I was nope. like, I was not tracking this right? Or nope. were you confused by what all transpires in this police station next? Uh, this whole thing is bullshit. <laughs> so insofar as you're confused, it is not your fault. Okay, cool. Continue. All right, so we now cut to the police station, and this guy, Mr. Grinkov, and I had in my notes initially, I was like, wait, was he the bank teller? I was like, who is this, this person? Guy. Yeah. And it's, I guess it's not the bank teller. No way it's the bank teller. No, Mr. it's Mr. Grinkov it's isn't like the, a bank teller. It's the owner. The owner of the shitty bank, the, the sketchy bank, right? Yeah. And so some, like, just some street cop or whatever, so it's like, oh, like, you know, could have been worse or whatever. At least nobody got hurt. And it's like, yeah, I just want my fucking money. But then Grinkov talks to, like, some real crooked detective guy, and he's like, you gotta, like, what do I pay you for? You gotta, like, protect my assets. Uh, you busted my stones over here. <laughs> That's right. Money, no. Money, like... Also, I wasn't like, sure what was happening. I was like, who is this character? None of this matters, first off. None of this makes any sense. It matters not at all to the episode. But we're supposed to realize that this guy, Sam Grinkov, is some kind of gangster. Right. And I guess, is he not insured for this money? I, he stole because he stores his money dollars. in a fucking shithole. Yeah. Yeah, $1.5 million. I don't know. Which seems irresponsible. Sure. Uh, why would you store it there? All right, so we cut back to the loft, and Richie, Richie, Richie is wondering what else they can do. Uh, and they're looking through, like, books to figure out, like, what the car model is. Like, that's their clue, as usual. They need sure. something to grasp in its straws. Like, there's this weird mystery element to this in the beginning that's, like, not needed. And, they, and it gets solved instantly. Instantly by Mac with a French accent. So anyway, he recognizes the car, and he's like, oh, well, what, what do you think this guy wants with the mana? And Mac is like, what all immortals want. And it's like, bum, bum, bum. So they think Amanda's, now both both of them think Amanda's in, like, real danger. So now we cut to Corey's, like, hideout. And I was like, is this Mac's weird cabin in the woods? Doesn't it look like it? It does look like it. It does look like it. Right? I, mean, uh, I can tell it was. Maybe it's just another Canadian I think just cabin. Cabins look like cabins. Yeah, maybe cabins look like cabins. That's the old saying. Cabins look like cabins. cabins. Cabin. Corey's like... Cabins be cabins. Cabins be cabins. Corey's like, you always wear a great-looking skirt, which, yeah. Which, yeah, like, she is. Yeah. Yeah. You oh, haven't... Boy. Like, I thought it was setting up this whole company. Like, you haven't changed at all. I'm like, that was going to be a problem. No. But he's trying to mack on her. Like, to such an extent, it's not cool. Yeah, it's a yeah. Like, he doesn't just, like, sit next to her, put his arm... Like, to, to quote our president, he moves on her like a bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's <laughs> Sorry. a beautiful woman and he just has to kiss them. That's crazy. Anyway, uh, so Amanda wants none of it. She's like, oh, I'm kind of like a, a serial monogamist right now. And he thinks it's Richie. He's like, oh, is it the dude on the bike? Um, she, for some reason, yeah. she doesn't say no. No, she doesn't. It's like, she eh. just changes the subject. It's like, right. You could just say. Yeah. Uh, but oh, it's Duncan like, McLeod, the guy that kills like one guy every day. Yeah, it's so a watch out, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one guy every day. <laughs> so she's like, I should probably call home to like let him know I'm okay. She calls, no one's home because Mac and Richie are out looking for clues. Which leads us to our next scene, this kind of car shop or whatever. Oh, also, this is another great, this is great. So this is the third time in a row. I mentioned earlier, I said they're using these interesting, like, bits of dialogue to stitch scenes together. Like, elisions, that's what you call them. Like, when something, it's like the end of one thing and the start of another is an elision. Mm. So in the first episode we covered in this uh, series of three episodes, what's the name of that episode? Uh... Glory days. Glory days. What was the thing in that? Somebody said okay. Yeah. Joe said okay on his date, and that was like carried over into the next scene. So they stitched them together. Last episode, which was dramatic license, there was the white roses, which mm. was interesting to tie two scenes together. And in this one, I thought this was really clever. Amanda calls the loft. The phone is ringing, and then you get dialogue that says hello, hello. But that's actually Richie. Going into the garage. garage. Uh, the garage looking for the guy. So I don't know. I thought I thought this one specifically was like very clever. So so what happens here, guys? Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Uh, Not a fan of this scene? Yeah. So Richie goes in with Mac and Mac is wearing his shades. Richie's trying to ask about this Packard. And it's not, he's not getting anywhere. So, Eamon, you, how, how does Mac swoop in to try to salvage this situation? He does a French accent, and he says, does he not know who I am? <laughs> it is me, Jacques Barry. You make movies? Movies. I make film history. As he throws things around <laughs> this guy. He's throwing so. shit around. <laughs> I am desolate. I am distraught. Because for some goddamn reason, he needs to find this Packard to be in his movie. The right. only thing in my creation lacking is a car. And he needs to find, like, a specific car. Right. And he schmoozes with this guy. He's like, and you, you are an artist. Your hands. He's like, your hands. Look at these hands. <laughs> this is... So you guys hate this. Yes. Eamon, it's, it's completely Eamon, you hate this? insane. I think it's pretty dumb. Okay. <laughs> in the first line of my notes here, it says, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> and has five exclamation. Five whole exclamation. Maybe. Points. Is this season going to tear us points. apart? I think we're going to have some real diversion opinions. On some I think we already have. I Lisa? know. <laughs> Tearing us apart, Lisa? Lisa. I was so... I found this so groan-inducing. Wow, I love this. I was so into this. Well, and then it works. I know! <laughs> but apparently he's... He's guy's <laughs> like, yeah, sure. He's doing an impression of Dennis Barry. Yes, exactly. So. Because the character's name is Jacques Barry, yeah. which yeah. is Dennis Barry. It's French. French-Canadian. French. So yeah, this works. They get... The, I guess the address to the cabin in the woods. Right. I guess. Why does this guy have a cabin in the woods if he's like on the run all the time? Well, I guess he's his like criminal hideout is elsewhere in his normal just pad. It's his sleeping place. Yeah. All right. Oy. So anyway, this uh, Corey had been looking for parts for the Packer. That's yeah. that's why this guy was here. This guy was going to order him new parts. Packer so. parts? Yeah. Pee-pee? Pee-pee. Little pee-pee. pee-pee. Packer parts. Uh, so we cut to Corey's house, uh, and Mac and Richie al- alive. Mac and Richie arrive at Corey's house. Mac has his sword drawn, and Amanda's like, what the what? And Amanda comes in and is like, oh, no, no, this, everything's okay. <laughs> it's all good. Then Richie slaps his drink out of his hand on this weird over-the-shoulder kind of shot. Either way, when Richie smacks it out, it was just like, yeah, fuck this guy. It was amazing. <laughs> and it was because he was like shitting on Mac and Richie. He was like, serial monogamy. It looks like there's like 
two fucking dickheads here. Yeah. And Richie's like, fuck you. And, <laughs> and this is the new new tough Richie. I know. I love that. Yeah. It's like, this is tough Richie now. Yeah. Yeah. That's... We tough Richie. We got French Mac. This is my favorite part of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is your favorite part. Not the, like, over-the-top comic thing. Just Richie slapping a champagne glass. I thought this was actually fun and funny. <laughs> so it does turn out that Mac and Corey do, in fact, know each other. Is this where we get the foursome joke? Yeah. So Corey is like, by the way, Corey has a one hoop earring, which I thought was very funny. Also, yeah. just a bit of like 90s nostalgia. Do you guys remember like that this style? Well, we've talked a little bit about it before, like guys wearing one earring as yeah. like a thing. But also uh, to go along with that was like the gay component that came with that. Like, do you guys remember like one ear is the gay ear? People would say that. And I was like, what? I remember being oh, yeah. in third and fourth grade when like this sort of craze actually when the show was on was like hey like it's cool to have an earring and i remember being in the mall thinking to myself i'd love to have an earring and i also remember seeing a batman earring and me thinking wouldn't that be cool (laughs) it would not ever be cool cool. (laughs) it's way too big it's gross it's like a what like the bat symbol it's like like the movie yeah right yeah even rolled his eyes when he said wow (laughs) (laughs) but i remember thinking that in the mall looking at this thing and i was with my parents and i was like i'd love to ask for an earring but i was aware of the weird made up like the gay ear thing this one is the gay but i remember thinking i don't know which ears which (laughs) (laughs) i was like i if i do it wrong everyone will think i'm gay well you were fortunate enough to have two ears keys i know so you just get them both both baby that's right Anyway, what a weird two, two Batman earrings. <laughs> getting on both, uh, but what a weird thing that like existed. That like, yeah, I don't know. Nineties were a weird time. Nineties were a weird time where people were worried about being labeled as gay based on what ear they got pierced. Yep. Yikes. Anyway, so Corey's like, "Hey, we're about to have a little soaking time." <laughs> Soak and poke, I think. There's, uh, soak and poke. There's, there's room for two more. <laughs> and that's where Max says the line at the top of the episode. Uh, two's company and four is unsanitary because hot tubs are a breeding ground for bacteria. Yeah. Also, this is clearly just like, is he just setting up like, yo, uh, you want to run a train on a panda? Oh, <laughs> oh, boy. Trains. This episode has Packards in it. <laughs> so anyway, we now we get, get a, a flashback to Missouri. Missouri, 1926. We got a newspaper, and the headline reads, Corey Rains makes most wanted list. There's also a headline on that paper that says, building to get renovations. Wow. <laughs> building to get renovations. That's, na- right. that's must-read news. Yeah, that's fake news. That building is not getting fake renovated. News. It's always been great. Yep. It's a good building. Uh, so this is all like a sepia tone flashback. And so Mac and Amanda are driving down the road. All this looks pretty cool. I love Amanda's hair. It's great. Yeah. Uh, but they have just bailed on their contract with they Barnum and Bailey. They and bailed. Oh! And Max trying to persuade her to go back, I guess. Right. And she's, she's like, like, nope. Contracts are made to be broken. <laughs> not true. And he's <laughs> yeah, like, I can uh, tell you. It's not, that is not true. You better yeah. watch out. You better watch out. Nah, and she's going on and on. And she almost runs into, like, cows that are in the road. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, of course, now. Which are not in the road on the shots that come <laughs> from the side of the car. Because you can very clearly see the road, and there are no cows. These cows cause a, like, an armored car, like some sort of bank truck or whatever it is, to have to stop. And this car is being pursued by Mr. Corey himself. And so when the car stops, he hops out, and he throws, like, a gas 
gas grenade grenade yeah it was what? what is 19 this? i don't know i guess they had that stuff right back then yeah but they were probably filled with like horrible poison gas from world war one <laughs> yeah right? they would like melt your fucking face anyway so he drops a gas bomb in the car and holds the place up and he steals the bag of money it's a very modest bag of money all things considered mm-hmm. And Amanda's, like, into this, like, ooh, who's this guy? And Mac seems dumbfounded at the, what, what, what is he doing? What, what, what's happening right now? It's like he's robbing the goddamn car. Yeah, that's it's right not there. Hard. It's not hard. What would he do that? No, he would do it for money. And Corey does a little flirting with Amanda. That's right. And Mac's like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> but she's into it, and then uh, he drives off, and then I guess Mac and Amanda drive off, too? Follow him for some yeah, reason. Yeah, like, I was I got some geography questions here, because we cut later, and they, like, pull up to where he is i was like wait did he was facing the other direction did he turn around and i don't know also his car is in like plain view like they recognize it yeah like, yeah you just robbed an armored car it's right there it's his calling card use a recognizable car yeah, yeah. using a like are you supposed like, to hide this like, <laughs> yeah it's unclear he gives it away yeah that's true right so, so he pulls up to like a, a farm and the, amanda's like i want to meet him he's so dreamy and so Corey is giving his money away to like these poor this poor family who's like trying to move to california right and he's like oh like mac is skeptical of this whole shtick and Corey's like no like this gives them hope he's like they can move to california start a new life and mac like throws this back in his face he's like oh like spare me the violins like their car doesn't even work like block is cracked or whatever and then he's like, oh, I'll double down on this shit since we're measuring each other's dicks. He's like, here's my keys. Enjoy your new life. And yeah, yeah he seems like a charitable guy, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Minus all the robbing. Right. But then Which he's like, Mac oh, I need a out, ride. As Mac points out. Right. Uh, you're stealing the money from these people because the banks are holding their money. Anyway, they get caught immediately. Yeah. This, By the way, I want to say this looks awesome. There's like a kind of crane shot thing where they pull up and like you see the barn and them driving away. I was like, this is like a movie. This is great. I thought it was great. Yeah, these are good. God, what happens? They get caught. Well, she, he's riding in the back seat with them. And then, of course, like cops immediately are descending on Yeah, them. they have like a blockade set up. So he like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I got an idea. Yeah. Decides to very quickly come up with a plan where he they pretend that they're his hostages. Right. And then he'll go out and, like, get murdered. Yeah. And he's like, you'll, you'll dig me up later. And Mac's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, and so they shoot the shit out of Corey. Yeah. And then, of course, like, Mac and Amanda are watching on. And when the cops approach them, they all of a sudden, like, snap into character, which I thought was kind of funny. And Amanda was like, yeah. oh, thank God you were here. And Mac's like, it's all right, honey. I'll take care of you. <laughs> I thought this was good. And they, like, put their hands up and all that. Yeah. Fun stuff. All the jazz. So now we cut a little bit later in the flashback to the cemetery, and Amanda's complaining that Mac isn't digging enough, which yeah. I thought was funny. Uh, but they eventually unearth Corey. He's like, huh, that was great, as he's full of holes. Yeah, he's full of holes, and yeah. he's like, we should do this again. And Amanda's like, good idea. And Mac's just like, are you crazy? Right. <laughs> which, this is like a very inconvenient plan. <laughs> Phenomenally. Like, where do they hide the money? Like, he gave it away. Oh, oh that's right. right. So if, if yeah. your plan is just to give the money away, I guess this Doesn't works. Matter. Until yeah. they catch the people you gave it to, and they'll say, you have to give that money back. You know that, right? Yeah, like, you know this isn't your money. <laughs> right. right. Like, <laughs> they're going to find this money. Yeah. <sighs> Guys, money, no object, right? Money, that's no true. object. That's true. Money, right. no object. But money, no. Money, no. Money, no. Amanda's down for this, and Mag is like, nope. I don't want no part of this. I thought this was kind of sad. Like, this was like a little breakup scene. Well, Amanda, yeah. like, very clearly wants Mac to say, like, you should stay and not go. Right. And Mac's like, do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you Which want. Which is echoed in the present plot. Because that's a big part of, like, she wants him to, like, be definitive. Like, I want to be with you. And he's not doing it. So Amanda and Corey leave. And 
they also leave Mac to like walk wherever he's going. Right, because they take. But the he car. like chases after them, doesn't he? He's like, wait yeah. a minute, like when he realizes, like you have my car. Well, I don't know if it's his car. Oh, it's Amanda's. Maybe it's car. Amanda's, but yeah. he's got nowhere to go. Yeah, well, I hope you like this shot of them driving away. Wait, cause... wait, wait, we're not going to see this again, and I... just in a different <laughs> color, are we? God, I hope not. <laughs> Whatever do you mean? <laughs> so now we get a montage, guys, and we I, get... I usually love a montage. We I usually a, love I a usually montage. Do. So they decided that the sepia montage was, or the sepia filter was an old timey enough. <laughs> <laughs> so we get another Make filter. It older. <laughs> like a black like and white like film. Film right. yeah. grain that's like real. Like, it's like real dirty. It's all like scratched up. up and yeah. it's like faster too. It's like on a fast speed. So everyone's yeah. like choppy. I thought I was going crazy in this <laughs> sequence. I liked this at first. At first I was like, this is fine. I, like I this, do too. I liked this for about and 15 then, seconds. And then yeah. it goes on. And then it goes on again. They replay the same footage over and over, over again, and right? over and over. Why is it? This I long? like rewound it, and I was like, "Wait a minute! Like, did I fuck up?" <laughs> and then there's a bunch. Did of I just do something? Still frames. Yeah, I thought the pictures like, were okay, but I don't. They're fun to see one time. One time, sure. Yeah, <laughs> but then we just cycle through like the entire family photo album. Right. It's not good. Uh, this is well over three minutes long. It is. It is like three minutes and thirty seconds long. I think this three episode and twenty seconds. <laughs> oh my God. This came up. This episode came up short. Also. Yep. This is why this is so long. Absolutely. Of course. 100%. It's, it's infuriating. Yeah. I was so mad while this was going on. <laughs> I was just like, I thought I was going crazy. <laughs> the amount of times you see Mac digging a hole. Yeah. <laughs> also, this, and it's the same one hole. Time they, one it's time the same they, flip, hole. they just flip the, the, the screen. Yeah. yeah. Also, side note. I am deeply confused about what's going on here because they say, come with me. Max says no. Right. Then you see like newspaper clippings that say like this pair. Yep. Terrorizes like the Northeast. So did he follow them thousands of miles <laughs> back to the east right? to dig them up? I don't know. And then like, how does he know when they've been shot? Does he like have to drop whatever he's doing to go dig them up? Is he actually part of their Or is he crew? really following them? Or, what like, the, part of the crew, yeah. What the fuck is I going on? I don't know. On? Also, why would Mac ever do that? It doesn't make sense. Did like, it shocked me when suddenly Mac was in this montage. I was like, wait a minute. He, he said he wasn't going, and now he is? But, yeah. like, I, I don't know. Also, yeah. some more questions. Are uh, Amanda and Corey murdering yes. people? Well, first off, they're committing armed robbery, and you definitely see him shooting a Tommy gun at cops. So I don't know, but at bare minimum, he is attempted to kill a cop. Yeah. And Amanda's wow. helping. And, like, we've never seen Amanda do something like that. She's always doing cat burglar shit. This cat is like... Clap burglar. Yeah. Blurglers. That's my favorite McDonald's Guys, this is a blurglery. Bam blurglery. The clap blurglery. <laughs> Money no. But this is straight, <laughs> this is straight up armed robbery. Right. Like this, this is, is fucked up. But yeah. guys, it sets us like such charming honky oh, yeah. tonk music. Oh, that makes it's it all fine. Better. Yeah. Uh, my notes just say this guy definitely killed a cop. Yeah. Yeah. This is a bad guy. This is a bad guy. All right. A so bad let's... ombre. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Rewatchers, we got a special message for you. That's right. As part of our Patreon, you can donate some money. And if you donate $3, you get a special message read on the podcast, which is pretty cool. And so we've got our first Patreon message to read from Mr. David G. Amen. could you do the honors? Absolutely. I'm proud to support you guys. I started listening around the second or third episode and have been a fan ever since. I greatly appreciate you three. Don't take the Highlander franchise too seriously and can admit its missteps. 
you three uh, do an amazing job of analyzing everything. And I've loved all the interview episodes with the cast and creatives. Of course, the highlights for me have been the Philly guy appearance, Slam the Cat, and the stuntman Chris. I assume... I'm Ooh. glad somebody likes those. Yeah, somebody. Somebody. We, found, we found our man. <laughs> I assume at least uh, two of them are dead, and I'm sure at least <laughs> one of those deaths is an unsolved homicide. I'm glad to have met you three Did he spell it a different way? You want to say that word again? Homicide? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm glad to have been able to meet you three in person, and I'm a big time glad to have... Whoop. I think you're leaving out some of this, aren't you? Yeah, all the insults about you. Oh, okay, yeah, David wrote some insults. I thought they were funny. Why, why aren't we reading oh, okay. the insults? All right. Uh, well, he said, you three, well, maybe not Keith, yeah, thank <laughs> do an you. amazing job of analyzing everything. <laughs> then he said, I'm glad to have been able to meet you three in person. Well, maybe not Keith. <laughs> trying to, trying to. He you put know, the time in to write this and insult me at the same time. I think we, we owe it to him. Give to Keith a good, I was trying to give he Keith a good He paid $3 for this. That's true. <laughs> he did pay for this. I apologize. And I'm big time glad to have brought you guys and Pat Francis together. Those queen shows were golden. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Uh, looking forward. That's right. Uh, looking forward to more, and hope to see you three again soon. Even Keith. Oh, Aww, see, see? that's, that's the payoff, home. right? All the best, David G. David. Thank you, David. Thank you. Very Sorry, much. I editorialized. Yeah, that's all on Eamon. <laughs> that's Cutting. all me. Yeah, you can have a feud with him now. Ooh, you're trying to pass uh, the buck on that's this right. feud. Pass the feud. <laughs> that's right. All right, so we cut out of the flashback back into the previous scene in Corey's cabin. Uh, and Corey and Amanda are like, ah, those are the good old days or whatever. Uh, and Mac's like, mm, and Mac is like super upset. He's like, Richie, we're going. Like, yeah. And he's like, Amanda, you come too. And it's like, whoa, buddy, like barking orders as yeah. usual. But, uh, and Corey's like, well, we'll talk about tomorrow or we'll meet tomorrow or something. Right. And uh, Richie kind of doesn't get it. He's like, I don't, I don't get what you like about this guy. Like, he just seems to think like everything's a joke. And Amanda's like, that's exactly why I like him uh, yeah like he's the opposite of mac in that way in like literally every in, way. like literally every way and this is when she says the federal reserve and right. then they drive off and when she says the federal reserve there's like a big diminished chord it's like oh it's like oh no does that just mean that uh bill panzer is like a gold <laughs> enthusiast so Not then the federal reserve we Whoa. get a real interesting reveal so they drive off Fiat and currency. from from the woods emerges who what the fuck <laughs> is this? It's the crooked cop. He's just skulking in the woods. What is he doing here? How does he hear anything they're saying? How does he how does he know to come here? Any of this stuff. Somehow he's tracked car? him down. Is he just hiking <laughs> in his full trench coat? Full trench coat. He's got a brick of a cell phone. And so he calls Krinkov. Is that his name? Krinkov? Grinkov. Grinkov. I, I like can't. Gringotts. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, but he calls him and he's like, we found his boy, but like we're going to need more bodies. And I'm like, okay, let's talk about that later. We'll come back to that. So we cut to Max Loft. Mac can't believe a man who wants to go through with this. Richie's eating an orange, laughing at this relationship breakdown that is happening in front of him. But once again, like Mac is like, I don't approve. And Amanda is like, well, I guess you're just kicking me out. So they're really having like. That's weird. That's, a, <laughs> that, that's what I heard. And right. it's like, what? That's a bit <laughs> aggressive. But the lighting looks nice. 
But the lighting looks nice. That's right. The lighting in this is like all natural, which is kind of cool. Like they just light the scene with like the overhead kitchen lights and there's like a, you know, standing light as opposed to all the lights that are like hidden in the ceiling. Uh, so it gave it kind of a moody, dark look, which was fun. But anyway, so Amanda storms off. She goes down the elevator. Mac runs down the stairs to kind of cut her off. I love the way this is shot. We get like a cool three. Did you ever notice the camera just keeps spinning around them? I thought that was kind of fun. Uh, but they continue to argue and he's like, this is dangerous and stupid. And she's like, you're calling me stupid? It's like, no. Uh, uh, it is dangerous and stupid. This right. guy's the worst. Also, does this feel like the whole arc of this episode with Amanda feel a little strange after the scene they punched in in the previous episode about their relationship? A little bit. It's like odd. Although I guess maybe are we supposed to assume, I mean, Mac was like, I don't know about us having a real relationship. Should we infer this is taking place a little bit later? And, and she- they've now had a bit of a relationship and it's like, we can only really stomach this for a couple months, maybe. So, or did I assume that Amanda's like, all right, fine, I won't like... I won't invest oh. that. If fine, if that's how you feel, I won't invest that heavily in this. That's another way to read this, huh? Interesting. Mm. Things are things are rocky. Things seems. are rocky. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so she's like, you just don't know what I want or need, and she leaves. What she needs is to rob the Federal Reserve, apparently. So she goes to Corey's, and then Richie pops in, but she thinks it's Duncan. And she's very happy, because she clearly wants Mac to stop her. Right, exactly. But no, it's, as my notes say, Riccini, for some reason. (laughs) Riccini. But Richie shows up, and he's like, you're just here to make Mac mad. Like, he gets kind of what's going on. And Amanda's like, I want what all women want. I just want to be, like, wanted. And Richie's like, Mac does want you. And she's like, well, why did he just let me leave? Like, obviously, Mac has uh, problems expressing his feelings, perhaps. Perhaps. A little arrested development on his part. And he's he's just a 400-year-old baby. (laughs) And Richie's like, nobody tells you what to do. Which is also accurate. It is also accurate. Uh, So anyway, she's like, well, you know what? Like, maybe you should stick around and join us. And he was like, wait a minute. Like, what? And she's like, let me show you the plans. Because now Richie's, like, kind of intrigued. I kind of like that Richie's involved in this. Because I think this is the first time Amanda and Richie have done, like, a thievery thing, right? Yeah, which makes sense. It makes complete sense. Like, that he would be into this shit. Or that she would, like, tempt him back into it. Like, Richie, come on. Like, I know you gave it up because, like, you know, Mac's your boy. But come back to the dark side. She promises him that no one is going to get hurt. It should be noted that this plan involves dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> it involves a car bomb. And they're like, next I, to another car. It's like, I promise no one will get hurt. It's like, don't use a bomb. <laughs> At least Richie has enough sense. Like, I don't know. Like, he can't. This seems sure a little, yeah. <laughs> uh, so she goes over kind of like the whole plan with him or whatever. But in the midst of this, some rustling happens and oh shit, the cops show up. They go running. She gives Richie like the map, like take the map. He runs out the back. Amanda gets captured, which brings us to a number of different things. Yep. We got your boy. We're going to need more men. You're, we're going to need more man. This guy so comes up, up with a crew of one. one. And this guy's a mobster, in. and he has sent one dude and no one to guard the back door. This they're guy's a-, a police detective. And they're able to catch them yeah. easily somehow anyway, despite this deficiency. This doesn't make any sense. Anyway, this fucking goofball. Yeah. Can't fucking catch Richie either. Also, he why don't they just call the cops? He's a cop. Why doesn't he Grinkoff's guys? Just bring the cops. That's why you pay crooked cops. Well, I guess because he wants the money. Like, I guess the this cops is dirt. going to get you the money back. But right? then it's going to have to, I don't know, maybe then look into it. That's my guess. It's like, we need the, the, the dirty money. We got to keep it a secret. Who knows? It doesn't. Oh, I remember this now. They reported to the police that it was like $100,000 was stolen. Oh, right. In reality, there we it go. was $1.5 Gotcha. So now, 
We cut to the side of the road where the robbery is going to take place. We see there's a car with dynamite. It's got two minutes and 11 seconds left on it. Corey gets the buzz, and he's like, he figures it's, ah, this must be Amanda showing up literally seconds before I need her to be here. Uh, But alas, it is Mac who fucking decks him in the face. Bam. Bam. Also, Emerald style. Emerald style. (laughs) How on earth would you know that it would be passing that, such that you could set a timer? Right. If there's just one red light, or like something like that. Your timer is off. Yeah. Or something like, I don't know, a marching band. <laughs> yeah, which... Why isn't this on a detonator? Yes. Great question. Doesn't make any any sense at all. But yeah, so uh, Mac punches him or whatever. And Corey says, this is going to put a little kink in things. And then Mac says, I'm going to put a little kink in your ass. <laughs> right after you help me get her out. That was mm. on you guys. Hubba, hubba. That's right. The armored like, car is coming at 829. Right. So the marching band out, is coming at 828. Out <laughs> of nowhere, a marching band playing for no one in their full Music Man regalia come marching down it's the street. It's like the Batman the, the movie yeah, I know. Some, like, some days you just can't get rid, get of, rid of a bomb. bomb. Yeah. That's exactly That is the that, plot line of this scene. I do not understand this at all. Why couldn't it have just been anything else? I mean, or, or it could have been a marching... Well, no, hold on. It could not. Why the more? No, no, no. A couple <laughs> like, of the nuns? Some nuns? Uh, nuns. Yeah. Ducks? Yeah. yeah, ducks. That's right. This is in... I mean, again, this is a Looney Tunes episode. This is crazy. This is nuts. So... Mac is trying to get him. He's like, oh, look, we got to defuse the bomb. And Corey's like, uh, defusing the bomb was, like, not part of the plan. Like, I can't do it. So Mac gets in the car and starts driving it. Does he drive it away from the children? He drives it through them. Through them. Yeah. Mac, like, Mac has no idea, really, when the bomb's going to go off, right? Not I mean, like, heard. the idea, like, that it's going to go off at a certain time. It's like, well, by your clock, like, is Mac's watch a little different? Like, of course it is. Like, yeah. this bomb could have eaten, like, Mac could have killed more people <laughs> than this bomb would have killed. Asshole. I promise no one will get hurt. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Mac drives... Seemingly for miles in the two minutes he's got. And he ends up like, I don't know, some sort of like industrial park. Yeah. So he pulls like into this field and then somehow he's like stuck in the car. And Corey has like taken Max T-Bird and is following him along. And so Mac is now stuck. He looks out the window. I thought this was funny. He mouths, I hate you. you. (laughs) And then Mac blows up. And uh, when he comes out of the car, he is a Looney Tunes character. Yes, he is. And Corey goes, yowza! Oh, God. Uh, uh, this is No, nuts. wait, hold on. Mac does not get out of the car. Mac falls, oh, he, he falls out of the, out of the sky. Car. Yeah. He yeah. drops from the sky. It's amazing. And then I think Corey says, that's got to hurt. Does Mac break the fourth wall here? There's some fourth wall breaking, I think, later. Does Corey break the fourth wall? Or maybe Mac does. Oh, it's coming. Knocking down walls like the Kool-Aid man. Breaking barriers. (laughs) (laughs) So we got to later. Corey's trying to help Mac up. Mac is literally smoking. He's like, hey, Mackie boy, it's okay. And Mac is like going to fucking murder the shit out of this guy. He like throws him on the hood of the car. And he's like, you can't kill me. He's like, you need me to get Amanda out. Bum, bum, bum. Fair enough. So anyway, we cut to the loft. Mac, Richie, and Corey are all hanging out, devising a plan. And this might be one of my favorite lines in all of Highlander. Richie's fucking pissed off at Corey, because obviously. And Richie's like, first you run me off the road, then you
you get Amanda arrested. And he's like, and now you've blown up Mac. He uses the term you've blown up Mac. <laughs> <laughs> the way he, the way Stanker says you've blown up Mac is gold. It's yeah, so good. It's pretty funny. I thought your favorite line was going to be, you stole from Sam, Sam Grinkoff? <laughs> Which everyone says is that we're supposed to give a shit. <laughs> right. I know who Sam Grinkoff like, is. is. Yeah. Uh, so Mac calls the police because he thinks, I guess they think that's ex- that's exactly what happened. The police captured her. I guess maybe Corey is going to confess or who knows what he's, his plan is. But apparently Amanda is not in the custody of the Popo. Oh, boy. And that's when we find out it's Grinkoff. And his crooked cop, Detective Tynan. So he cut to a warehouse because it's evil villain shit. And Amanda's all tied up and complaining about the awful smell. No and she's mo- like, oh, it must be you, because you're a yeah. rotten cop. hey No uh, other bodies, just Grinkoff and the detective. That's right. Still no more it's bodies. It's crew. Uh, so, they save her. <laughs> so then you're just skipping right ahead. <laughs> no, go for uh, it. So anyway, they, she's like, well, let me call. Like, they want their money back. And yeah. so she's like, well, let me call them so we can, you know, arrange a deal or whatever. Uh, so they call Mac, and now they're trying to figure out the terms. And we find out that Corey has given all the money, money away, away again. Yep. To like the a... Little Angels Orphanage. Right. <laughs> well, you want to tell those little angels you need the money back? I'm going to need that money back, little angels. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. He's like, oh, I, I have a plan. Like, maybe, Mac, you could just give me the money, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Um, so anyway, then... They decide to throw him out the window. <laughs> they were like, hey, let's just get rid of him. And they pick him up and they take him to the... Oh, hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. Plan. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we got a plan now. So Mac has strapped Corey with a, a bomb. bomb. Uh. And Corey's like, oh, there must be a better way. And he gives him the detonator. And he's like, this is the fake one, right? I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> this is not going to end well. Uh, and they give Corey a case of like fake money. Right. Where'd they get this and fake money? Combination. I don't know. Where'd they get the fake money? Where'd they get the bomb? Where'd they get the detonator? <laughs> yeah, why does Mac have a bomb? Mac like a bomb remember. vest. Also, it's, another, vest. it's an, yet another one of those situations. Where, like, I promise someone will get a hurt. Wear this bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this happened oh, last... Oh, we hit a, we hit a pothole. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> this happened last season in Methuselah's Gift. Like, remember, like, Mac's scheme at the end on the bridge. <laughs> Mac blows up a car like he's a several cars and we're like where does all this gear come from man i don't know man man <laughs> he, he knows a guy he's got a bomb guy all right so we're now in the warehouse Corey goes in he's got the case amanda is released and then he says or i guess they're like well we're not letting you go you have to give us like the combination to the yeah. case and then we'll let you go he's like i don't have to do that he's like the combination is three two one boom and he just <laughs> Check it out. Check it out. And it's just a magic mic sequel. Yeah. <laughs> he does a little strip. Or these abs the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Can you say incendiary device? And he points to his dick. <laughs> this episode. Uh so anyway, he's like, You guys have sixty seconds. So Amanda leaves, she joins Mac and Richie. Uh and then I guess the crooked cop is like, fuck this, it's not my money, I'm bailing. And so he fucking leaves. Why is he going to blow himself? Why do they think he's actually going to blow himself up uh, for this money? I have no idea. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, so uh, then Corey, like, I guess, what's his name? Grinkov is kind of trying to call his bluff. So Corey just lights a stick of dynamite. He's like, hey, check this out. And so then Grinkov is like, fuck this. And he bails. Mac, Richie, and Amanda just let two criminals just, <laughs> so, like, this is their job. 
what none of the shit that does is his job. He's like an international like he takes out fucking dictators in the Middle East. I just and mean, this like, guy isn't his job. I mean, who is he literally kidnapped him? his friend. Is he supposed his to kill friend. him? No, he doesn't. He just can't like make a citizen's arrest of a cop. I'm a cop, you idiot. He can punch him. Mac Mac dispenses street justice all the time. And then he's gonna get either shot or arrested. No, he'll be fine. Have you seen the show? (laughs) Okay, I have seen the show, but Mac just lets these terrible, terrible people leave. Anyway, Corey leaves. He's like, he like throws up like thumbs up, and they're like, yeah, buddy, good job. Uh, And as he's walking away, Mac pulls out his uh, detonator. And Richie's like, man, let me do it. I really want to do it. And Mac, of course, is an asshole. He's like, no, bro, this is my deal. My scheme. And blows him up. He blows he the blows fuck out of this up. guy. I'm surprised they didn't play the Looney Tunes. Uh, they basically do. <laughs> my note just says blows him up to Looney Tunes music. So <laughs> it's close enough. And then we get like a very cartoonish, like, he's like, he's what like, was that for? Oh. And then he crosses his eyes like, blah, 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 and he falls yeah. down. And then falls. I was like, we're watching Home Alone now. <laughs> so, Mac, we cut back to the loft. What is with this suit again? He's often yep. randomly Matt wearing said, yeah, yeah. Mac shows up in the loft with a suit. Sometimes he's got to do his antiquing shit. Yeah. I guess. Is that like, what you did think he get a doing? job at a bank <laughs> or something? <laughs> yeah, like, there's like, an entire subplot of Mac. We got to track. So he's worn it in. What was the episode with the the, the girl who was like, let's redecorate the, the, the dojo? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, is that Manhunt? Yes, Manhunt. Yeah, where that was. she shows up in the mi- beginning of that in a suit. Here we go, suit again. What's up? What up with that? I don't get this. Don't get it. What happens? Manda's fixing to leave, and Mac actually does make a little try to bid to try to get her to stay. Uh huh. This is sad. Sad piano music. This might be my favorite Highlander music playing right here. I got a lot of positive things to say about this episode. Yeah, it you tells really me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're alone in that. So we get a little teaser here. I think. Amanda's like, well, I'm going, but I'll see you in Paris. Wink, wink to the audience. Wink. But of course. But of course. <laughs> and then uh, fade to black, and that's it. It's kind of a little bit of a bummer of an ending. It's like, oh, they're yeah, it not going to see each yeah. other. So This is kind of sad. Does that mean we're getting Paris episodes soon? We're only on not, episode. Not that soon. Not so that soon. We're getting yeah. there. Yeah. We'll be there. I'll be stuff. there. And that's this episode. Yeah. yeah. But we don't have to end on a downer. We can have a little fun with the game. So this is a special new game for Money No Object. All right. So uh, you'll buzz in with your names once again. Yeah, remember, Keith, your name, not my name. Yes, your name oh, is Keith. okay. And Kyle's name is Ooh. Kyle. Or if you want Jerry, you can do Jerry. Jerry! Uh, so this game, you're going to have to tell me if the lyrics from one of these songs, three songs, Love of Money by the OJs from the album Ship Ahoy, uh-huh. Money by Pink Floyd from the album Dark Side of the Moon, or Can't Buy Me Love by the Beatles. All right. Are you guys ready? Yep. Here is the first lyric. Money, 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 money. Pink Floyd. Kyle, Pink Floyd. No. Keith. Keith. OJs. Yes, OJs. Keith gets one point. I just want to repeat that lyric. Money, 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 (laughs) money. Round two. Grab that cash with both hands and make a stash. Yes, Keith. Pink Floyd. Yes, that's correct. I'm off to a bad start. You have time to make it up, baby. Money. Get back. Keith. Kyle. Yes, Keith. Beatles. No. Damn it. Kyle. Uh, Pink Floyd. Yes. Hey. So, round four. Money. <laughs> it's a cry. Kyle. Yes, Kyle. Pink Floyd. Yes. Damn it. Tied, Tied up. up. 
Just like Amanda was in that oh, warehouse. Am I right? That's right. Round five. Four is a mess. <laughs> Four is unsanitary. Unsanitary. There it is. Four is a mess. Four is a mess. <laughs> Round five. Better wash your hands. It's a mess. Um, Almighty dollar. Kyle. Yes, Kyle. OJ's. Yes. Wow. Hey, you. Round six. Don't let. Don't let. Don't let. That money Kyle. rule you. Yes, Kyle. OJ's. Yes. <sighs> Cleaning up. Cleaning up. In the last round, Kyle's the winner, but the last round, <laughs> I don't care too much for money. Kyle. Keith. Yes, Kyle. Uh, Beatles. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> Five points. Five to two. Clayton. Good job, Kyle. <laughs> you know your money songs. <laughs> no, not at first. It took me a second to warm up, but uh, booyah. Warm it up. And I think Kyle... He gets to say his thoughts on the episode. Yeah, he well, will. My first he will is, now he will later when I read the Watcher Chronicles. Sit down. Well, oh. well, actually, I, I do want to know, what was the Alien versus Predator reference that was made earlier that was supposed oh. to come back? Oh, that yeah. both of those actors in this episode were both in Alien versus Predator. Oh, so when it came back, it came back like two, two seconds, seconds later. later. <laughs> yep. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, good point. Right. Waiting for the yeah. Alien v. Predator thing. I just right. thought that was weird. It is weird. <laughs> Maybe All it's right. an Adrian Brody cameo. <laughs> All right. Watch your Chronicles. Watch your Chronicles. All right. We well, just got one. We'll be quick. Corey Rains, guys. Known alias is Corwin, Corwin Agreen. Ramsey Corwin, Rainier, and Brad Corin. Born 1256. Hey, he's old. In Tutbury, England. He's first, real old. Yeah. First death, 1285, poaching deer on the king's land. Ooh. Ooh. You don't do that. You don't mm. do that. Money first now. teacher, Matthew McCormick. Oh. Man, look at that. Mm. Original cultural affiliation, English. Unique characteristics, robs rich, gives to poor. I never know if these are physical characteristics. characteristics. Sometimes it's just like left-handed. It's Those like, are okay. activities. Yeah. yeah. It's like... <laughs> That's not a characteristic. An interesting characteristic of him is he robs rich people. <laughs> right. <laughs> Recent base of operations, no fixed address. Seemed like he did. That guy gave him an address for sure. Occupation, bank robber. His chronicle reads, Corey is never bothered by labels. Good, bad, black, white. I don't think anyone ever called him black. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's a label that applies to him. <laughs> yeah. uh, He's very white. <laughs> He doesn't see race, Keith. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's a force of nature that goes where it wants, does what it wants, and doesn't care too much about what it leaves behind, which makes him equally likely to be blowing up a bank building as an orphanage. Wait, what? Why would he blow, blow up, up an, an orphanage? orphanage? That's weird. That's, that doesn't like make, that's, why would like, he do that? I feel like there's a word missing. Yeah. I blow up a bank building as to help an orphanage? I feel like is what that sentence is supposed to say. Let's not, hope so. I'm not saying it says it. I'm just saying that. Well, I've been blowing problem. up banks for a while. Uh, Time Better to switch to orphanages. Yeah, just kill a bunch of kids. <laughs> I'm trying a new thing where I steal from the poor and give to banks. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Trump orphans. administration. <laughs> hey They let you do it. When he sees something he thinks needs to be done, he does it. No matter what legalisms he has to cross to make it happen. There's a legend in the old records of how Corwin Agreen was caught killing a deer on the king's land to feed a poor family. That's nice of him. He might kill children later, but he'll at least (laughs) feed that family. The legend says he escaped hanging by engaging the sheriff in a philosophical paradox involving the comparative weight of the souls of the deer, the family, and the king, and blew town while the sheriff scratched his head. 
What? what? <laughs> Is that Sheriff a robot? <laughs> yeah. That also seems like a cartoon, like, hold on, uh, let me think about it. Uh, what about the soul <laughs> of the goes, And they run away, and a dust cloud appears. Very Bugs Bunny-esque. That's right. When the final Immortal Good and Evil Showdown comes, Corey will be the one in the stand selling popcorn to both sides and trying to pick up a pretty girl in the front row. Sounds like it's probably not the final battle between Good and Evil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the outcome won't matter. Except you're up next, I guess, Corey, if you're uh, whatever. Anyway, there we go. That's Corey Reigns. hey Rain on me. Rain on me. Eamon, did you get closest to the price? No, Kyle did. Kyle, did you get closest to the price? I don't recall, but sure. Go I'll for go it. Go for it. It was Kyle. No, okay. it's you. This is the caps, right? Yeah, caps. That's why I thought it was Eamon. Oh, yeah, it was it's me? Eamon. I thought it was Kyle. You guys fucking stink. Eamon, give an opinion. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Uh... I didn't like this episode that much. <laughs> uh, I didn't like it. All right. The repeated flashback pissed me off, but I really liked the flashback before we got the repeated newsreel. Like, uh-huh. I thought it looked really nice. The, like, Amanda shooting people in her crime spree, I didn't love that much because it just paints a different picture. I think Corey did an all right job. I don't know if I loved his character. The cartooniness. There are other cartoony episodes of this that I like. And this, I just, I didn't like it that much for some reason. Maybe it wasn't wacky enough or it was too wacky. I don't know. <laughs> Which one is it? <laughs> you can't just straddle the middle, huh? Yeah. With wackiness? Yeah, I don't know. It just didn't work for me. Like the marching band, I didn't laugh. I was just like, uh. I did a lot. Of I that. did kind of groan at that. Yeah, but other times I would love something like that. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So just for some reason, this didn't just didn't hit it with me. Also, I'd like to mention something. You you mentioned how you liked the original flashback. I agree. There was something I did not mention. Uh, remember, first when they transition into the flashback, there's a, a newspaper, mm. and it said, "What did it say?" It was a uh, rains. Or no, it yeah. said building to receive like improvements. It's like yeah. okay, uh, but oh, they also they... transition out of the flashback through a different newspaper, and I did not tell you what other headline was on that. Well, paper. it is them, their dead bodies is the headline. Is the headline? Right. But one of the other stories just reads, "Industry has good month." <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. That's the funny industry. Thing. Industry has good month. To industry. That's right. Industry has good month. So, fuck this episode. <laughs> right. I did not like this very much. I feel like in some way, the movie reel within the flashback so enraged me. <laughs> I feel like I was maybe not looking charitably on the rest of the episode. It had like, I was so irritated by that it had like a well poisoning effect where i was like you've lost all credibility with me episode like and i just hated Corey. i hated him so much he's a bad person he's a bad dude and everyone wants to treat him like he's a rascal but he's not like yeah if he hasn't already and i guarantee you he has he is going to kill innocent people with like his antics like he is not good armed robbery is bad do you guys think this episode suffers from being too close to dramatic license yes yeah like if if, because these are two comedy episodes just back to back i was surprised at that yeah right yeah Yeah, i was not like i was in the mood for something a little heavier yeah and at first i thought that's kind of what this was gonna be because it's like oh like oh old flame trying to pull her back into old ways like an orphanage Yeah. yeah like there's like a serious version of this episode with some minor differences also fuck sam grinkov and the crooked cop and that whole plot that's ridiculous like they've got a perfectly good conflict between just the players on the board without introducing that yeah that's so shoehorned in and just makes you scratch your head like the more bodies thing (laughs) we're like they need more bodies they never 
they never appear. appear. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah no. This... It's in some ways a very like small episode. Like this yeah. feels like an episode on a budget, right? Right. But they blow yeah. up several cars. That's true. Right? Oh, I guess so. It was good to see Richie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That glass smack on yeah. Richie's <laughs> glass smack. I I'm not as harsh on this episode. It's not it's not great. I do enjoy the comedy episodes for whatever reason. I think it's fun to see the characters like that. I love the flashback initially. The yeah. the newsreel thing mm. is just bad. It's just it's just way too much and just not needed. We get it. But yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a, it's middling. I'd agree. You could have more plot in the the back or in the the flashback. That might have been nice. Sure. Like maybe focus more of the plot back there than just kind of the weird back and forth like, "Oh, what are you doing? What I want to do this." And I don't know. There's like those scenes are kind of just filler it's like we know mac disapproves we don't have to have a second and third scene where mac is like this is a bad idea it's like we get it yeah like, no but, shit you know cut all that out and more flashback story and then just have a man to try to do the crime or do the time am i right ayo either one amen how many blown up orphanages would you give this 2.5 2.5 yeah all right 2.5 this isn't like i don't know the worst but it's pretty bad yeah and all that filler no bueno. Kyle, how many marching bands would you give this episode? This gets two marching bands from me. I was so irritated by it at so many points. The The fact that it's basically an episode of Looney Tunes with, like, fewer speech impediments was kind of absurd and it didn't like it i guess it's cardinal sin was it just didn't make me laugh that hard yeah <laughs> i'm dealing with all this like kind of silly stuff that kind of changes a little bit how you think about the character of amanda and like you know they're tolerating this guy who's like a dangerous lunatic basically and it's all being treated like huh, huh, isn't this funny but it's not funny well it's interesting you say that like in dramatic license i feel like a lot of the humor comes from the characters and like who we know about like what we know about them and like motivation and like we mm. see i don't know this is a lot of just gags like it's richie, all gags. richie falls off his bike and like right. i don't know those sort of things um they get blown up right like yeah. that's that has nothing to do with their character or anything like that like i don't yeah. know the humor comes from a different place in this episode and it's not as satisfying it's like no. slapsticky yeah the whole thing is just a giant slapstick show. Yeah. Turning cartoons into, like, movies, I will say, is hard. You got a yeah. Baby's Day Out. Oh, yeah. Or the Fairley Brothers movies. Those guys make some cartoon movies. But then you got stuff, like Raising, then you got stuff like Raising Arizona, which... Uh, that works. works. That works. Yeah. But yeah, Raising Arizona is, like, the right way to do this Raising, episode. Raising Arizona rules. Right. Yeah. It's awesome. Tex Cobb. Highlander and Raising Arizona. Keith, how many troublingly identifiable cars would you give this? I think I'll do 2.5 as well. I... I was expecting you to be much higher. Much higher. No, like, I legitimately don't think this is a great episode, although I do really appreciate some of, like, the elements in it. Like, you said it didn't make you laugh. There's some, I think, funny moments in this episode that I'm like, ah, it's, that's fun. But, I mean, I don't know if it's funny. It might just be fun. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. It's, a, it's all right. It's kind of a skip it, especially next to Dramatic License. It's like if this you have to pick a, one of these, like you said, Dramatic License is a must-see. This is not a must-see. This is a skip it. Yeah. 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 So, skip it. But skip yeah, that's it. 2.5, baby. 2.5. Great. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for joining us this week. Make sure to head on over to Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud and leave us a review if you so wish. Five stars. That's right, five stars. Um, like us on Facebook. You can join you know, conversations with other fans, write us messages, or if you really want to get a message read on air, write us at highlanderrewatched at gmail.com. And if you really want to guarantee your email gets read, 
sign up for our Patreon and you get moved to the top of the queue and your email's guaranteed to be read on air. Join us next week when we're going to be doing a special reader mail episode and we got reader mail covering stuff all the way back from season four, the search for vengeance and a couple of the episodes from season five. Not to mention, we're going to be doing a very special snack review sent in by one of the listeners, which is really fun. Thanks again for joining us. We've been your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. This is Aiden. Bye. Bye. Yeah, the, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. But, yeah.